Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Shauna Payne. She is the creator of Heavenly Hair, a hair-optional, sold-separately lifestyle brand for women and children experiencing hair loss. Hi, Shauna. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, I am super excited. (laughs) I love talking. I mean, I got it. Let's, I want to tell everybody how we met. Okay. Okay. So we met because we, the TEDx Gateway Arch crash, or not crash course, the women's event that we had. Yes. 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 And um, we, you were one of the people that had signed up and said, hey, I'd love to have a booth there. And we were like, would you like walk around in your cute self, dressed up like the fairy godmother and just, and, and what I loved about it for me personally is I don't always think about explaining to people I'm like a, you know, I got that mysterious curious thing going on right people mm-hmm, are like why mm-hmm, does, mm-hmm. why doesn't Mish have hair mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and some people are, are afraid to ask you why so it was yes. great that I got to be on stage and said have you seen Shauna the fairy godmother running around and she helps children yes. that are experiencing yes. hair loss through mm-hmm. alopecia which is what I have mm-hmm. or cancer and mm-hmm. cancer treatments yes. and I want. I, I got to tell everybody. Here's here's the deal. This mm-hmm. is why I have no hair. The alopecia. Yes. So yes. go give Shauna a hug. Did That's you get right. lots of hugs that day? I did. Good. And people wanted to take pictures, so I was excited. Oh, I was fun. excited. Fun. Because yes. a lot of times, what we do is we look at, um, you know, a bald head, or we look at someone losing their hair, and we're like. Oh, yeah. But what I want to create is something that is that conversation where people don't do that anymore and they don't judge and they don't look at them through society's eyes. Right. But it's actually a celebration like you're still able to do the things that you were able to do with hair. Right. You know, because it right. doesn't give you some type of superpower. And that's kind of what I want to teach the children and the women. Like, you know, you don't always have to wear a wig. You know, even though I offer them, you don't have to. Right. It's just an enhancement, you know. So that's that's my whole thing. And I just to celebrate and encourage and empower. And I love it. I absolutely so, love it. I got to tell you, it is sort of a superpower. Okay. 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 (laughs) So first of all, one of the things I've noticed is that uh, I'll give you an example. Okay. Like you know, I'm I'm driving down the highway. Okay. Okay. I'm in the. I am not in the fast lane. All right. But I'm going the speed limit. Maybe a little over. Maybe. Not too much. I'm a safe girl. Okay. Okay. And and this person is behind me, like right on my butt, and I'm thinking, dude, go in the left lane. Go around Mm -hmm. me. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. hello. There's a whole left lane for that reason. Right. And I noticed as he's passing me by and I can you know and I knew he wanted to yell at me or get mad at me and when and I'm telling you as soon as he noticed I was a bald woman he was like oh and then like oh kind of you know he oh hi hi nice lady and waving to me I'm thinking oh yeah you're not gonna go off on the bald lady (laughs) so So, I mean I think and and people offer people always want to hug me I get lots of hugs because they think that, you know, they'll go, oh, you know, I'm I'm a cancer survivor. And I do explain to people that I'm not, but I'm all about the hugs. So let's hug anyway. And, Mm -hmm. you know, give them that space to share their story. And people want to help me carry out groceries. I mean, I'm telling you, this is this is a superpower in its own way. Okay, okay. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. As long as it makes you smile and it makes you happy. I don't think people can get mad at you either. Like it's That's it's true. impossible for people to get upset with you. 
That's true. I can I can see that. I can see that. So now I'm going to have to change that. I'm going to have to change that. It may be a superpower. <laughs> well, then the next book could be, you know, she discovers her the superpower side of it. Yes. <laughs> hmm. Because with the second book, what I did was I created a boy character. Oh, good. Because a lot of times with little boys, we think that, oh, they're okay with wearing a bald head or, you know, they're boys. They're supposed to be strong. They're supposed to be, you know, we teach them this, you know, masculinity. Right. You know, and we, I think sometimes we forget they are still little boys and they have the same emotions and the same, you know, because they're little and they want to fit in. Right. You know, or be normal. I use the air Cause quotes. Because some of these little boys are going to lose their eyebrows they and are. everything. They yes. are. They are. And so hopefully they know about theirs as well, their superpower. You oh, know. gosh. So I love it. So I, I am going to have to create a character where, you know, well, a book where Celeste knows that this is a superpower for her. <laughs> she discovers am. the superpower of it. Mm. <laughs> okay, I got What's it. What's the little boy's it. name then in the next book? So I typically don't name them. Okay. And I typically don't, um, even though, let me take that back. His name is Robert. A lot of times the characters are named after people I know. Okay. So, uh, but don't, they can't get paid for that. You know, because <laughs> these are like my mother and my father's names so that they can't get paid. But typically I don't say names and I don't say like diagnosis because I want kids to see themselves in those characters. Ah, gotcha. So I never say, okay, this person is suffering from alopecia or this right. person has cancer or leukemia or whatever the case may be because I want you to just insert yourself into that character or insert oh, your child good. into that character. Because, you know, if I said, well, it was this type, oh, well, I don't have that. Right. You so know, that I can't relate to it. I can't it. relate to so it. So that makes a lot of sense. And the book is called Heavenly Hair Ever yes, After. Heavenly Hair Ever After. You yes. can you can oh. show people. So for those of you listening to the podcast, I'm sorry that you don't get to see the visual. That's right. But we will let you know later where to find Miss Shauna Payne. Yes, they have you, to look at the live. But, you know, you should always just be ready for these to yes. be on live. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I love it. And so looking through, um, I was looking through your Facebook feed the other day, yes. and I was looking at one little girl that had beautiful jewels all over her head. Yes. That is so cool. It is. So how did you just, what do you, what can, I'm sure you don't use a hot glue gun. No. What is, <laughs> that would be bad. So actually, <laughs> what's funny is that's a picture that I found online. Oh, okay. And what I was trying to show people is that, you know, you can still, still celebrate and do little things with a bald head that you can do when you have, you know, as just like you would if you had hair. Gotcha. And so what's been funny is people keep associating this little girl with me and I'm excited about it, but I can't take the credit. Oh, but but yes. still that's you showing yes. off the possibilities, which it, is important, yes. right? That's why people follow your page. That's you, right. It's a social media page, meaning yes. you're being social and sharing. That's right. So that would be, there's skin adhesive okay. that you can use for those. Got yeah. And so I want to eventually have something where kids can have that done um, or women too to celebrate you know and adorn the yeah. head like we would do you know a headband 
or you would do a hat or anything like that. Um, just like with me now, a lot of times when I do events, I never show my hair. When I go and do the Look Good, Feel Better program, I never show my hair or I wear a wig mm-hmm. or a turban because a lot of the clients that I work with are losing their hair or are already bald. And I don't want to walk in with this hair, you know, out. I want them to be able to relate to me. I want them to be able to discuss, you know, what it is that they need or what it is that they feel that they're lacking or just really talk to me about what's going on. And so I want them to kind of see me on their level. So I'm going to say we're going to take a break. But when we come back, I really want to talk about that because that's interesting. Shauna has hair. Why is this a thing? We are going to come back in just a bit with Shauna Payne. All right, we're back with Shauna Payne. So let's talk about this. You have hair. I do. So this became a passion how? So my mother is a 35-year breast cancer survivor. She had radiation. She did not lose her hair. But um, I noticed maybe about nine years ago, eight years ago, something like that, people started coming to me because they had hair loss. And I've always been a wig lover. Like, my grandmothers wore wigs, and I couldn't understand why I couldn't wear them to school or, (laughs) you know, um, be just fabulous in these. um, They look like Diane Carroll on (laughs) Dynasty um, wigs. Oh, I love it. I loved them. But (laughs) I I vowed as a kid that I'm like, I'm going to have a lot of wigs when I grow up. And so people had always known me from wearing wigs, and they knew I had hair, but it's just something about a wig. I don't know what it is. Right. But um, so when people started to lose their hair for various reasons, maybe um, high blood pressure, one lady, um, the doctor had increased the dosage and her hair started to fall out. I did not know that that was yes. a thing with high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. I'll be darned. Um, it happens from a lot of uh, different medications. Okay. And what people sometimes will do is kind of dismiss it as they're maybe getting older and just losing hair, but sometimes they don't associate it with the medication. Okay. And so a lot of times people were coming to me and they were referring their friends like, well, Shauna wears wigs. She must know about wigs. And I'm like, Okay, I I don't like I don't <laughs> but, I know how to do them for me. And the universe is going, Shauna, here is your yes. calling. <laughs> and I'm like, we're gonna keep I'm not sending answering. These I'm to not you. answering. But they it, it just kept going. And because at the time I owned a salon, it was an open concept salon. Okay. And what I people would be like, Well, can you come on Sunday? Because I don't want to be out in the open. Aww. Or can you come on a Monday? Right. And so I'm like, Okay, yeah, I'll do that. And so eventually Actually, um, I had a salon that was an old medical office so that I could close the door and we could have that privacy and all of that. And as I started to see how, you know, putting, getting a wig or I have lace front eyebrows as well Mm -hmm. or eyelashes, seeing how that would transform somebody's life. Um, Because, of course, when you cut your hair, it's different from when you lose your hair involuntarily. Right. Exactly. And and so I don't think people really understood the mentality. And so I didn't either. So talking to my mother, trying to get a feel for what it's like going through cancer and what I could possibly tell them, um, volunteering for the Look Good, Feel Better program kind of taught me and put me right smack dab in the middle. So I was able to better serve the community. And 
I just started, I come from a service background. My mother used, my grandmother used to make me do community service with her. Oh, all the good time. job, grandma. Yeah, I hated it. Well, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to But what did it teach you? <laughs> As I got older, I appreciated that. Yes. Because it was like, to whom much is given, much is expected. So you you pass along that that idea of service. Right. And so that's why I love it so much. I love to see them smile, you know, and even if it's not a wig, just to tell them something encouraging. Well, and the thing I think people don't know, wigs do not have to be expensive. There, there yes. was a time when they were they very mm-hmm. expensive, but mm-hmm. so, and, and, and the other thing is, you know, the, the, Thing that I th- I don't think a lot of people know is I mean there really is a grieving process to losing your there hair. I mean is. I had to go through a there grieving is. process, and then I wore a wig. Now wigs I they got on my nerves actually. They did. I was okay. yeah I just found them very uncomfortable and I was like I am just going to have to be who I am yes. and just find some cute other things yes. for my head. But when I was wearing a wig, I would get stopped often by people like Oh my gosh, your hair is always so perfect and beautiful. You know, where do you go get your hair done? I was was like, look, this thing was 40 bucks. You can buy it online. I will send you the URL. It was like all the time. And one lady went, and it was funny because when I decided to quit wearing the wig, it was so interesting how many people uh, that would see me all the time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then I quit wearing the wig and now I've got... It, people could were like looking at you going wait I know her wait something's what, something it's not adding up I'm like it's Mish it's Mish mm-hmm. I broke up with my wig you know and and then how I many people said to me wig. I thought that was your hair and that your hair was just always perfect mm-hmm. I'm like well it was always perfect because I didn't do anything to it but fluff it up a little bit right. <laughs> it was right. very easy That's to take right. care of you know yes. but it I was driving them. me crazy I felt like the I felt like the wig was wearing me, that I wasn't really wearing the wig. And okay. that's when I was okay. like, I have to go find cute head things. Okay. So, okay. yes, I was on a mission for a long I played with some, I'm sure when I first started this, I did some really interesting things. People were like, what is she doing? What like, is she I'm doing? trying to figure it out. That's I'm going to okay. get there. And that's okay. You have that tone. <laughs> but, you know, I at one point I wanted to create a book that encouraged women. So a lot of the clients that I had, I wanted them to write encouraging letters to those coming behind them who were going to experience hair loss. And I had this one client and she was like, I don't accept it. I don't have anything encouraging to say because I feel a certain kind of way about it. And in my mind, I'm like, this was during the early stages. Like, why would you say that? Like, you're beautiful and you're, but it goes back to that mentality. I've never lost hair. You know, I've never thinning. Yes. Mm -hmm. But to, like she said, she stood in the shower and the hair just ran down her body into yeah. the drain. It's ve- it's it feels terrible. I did that. I mean, I was literally one point I could just pull. It just would just come out, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Now my way of taking a control of it, I guess, at mm-hmm. some point I said, "I am just shaving my whole head because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's obviously mm-hmm. all going to go." So mm-hmm. I shaved my whole head, but. I think it's interesting. I love this movement we have now. People like mm-hmm. we're accepting the authenticity. We're not mm-hmm. saying this mm-hmm. is what you mm-hmm. should look like. Mm-hmm. And now this this look is going to be shown all over every. I mean, not that that isn't still there. You know, right, I mean, right, right. I I kind of go off on the Kardashians sometimes, but they're the ultimate of the ultimate. I'm like, yes. I know, like I am never. There's no way ever am I going to ever have hips like this. This is yes. I am, was not built that way. I'm yes. like built like a ruler. You know. Um, <laughs> 
Um, but that doesn't mean that yes. I don't get to be my authentic self and that that should That's not true. be celebrated. That's so I true. love this movement mm-hmm. so much. But I'm amazed at um, the people. I see such confidence now. And and yes. you're a part of helping yes. this. And I saw a gal the other day who had alopecia areata, which is what you start with, right? Yes. Like if yes. And for some people, it never goes any further. Like mine's That's everywhere. True. But but she just had spots. of. She had her hair cut really short and big, bald spots. And she was just walking around like, that's what this is really? right now. And I was like, go, girl. That's right. That's right. That's right. I think that um, society and magazines, we we have, you know, all these pictures of women that have hair. We rarely have models that are bald or um, characters that are bald. Men, we accept. Right, right. But women, we don't see as much, unless it's a commercial that may be pertaining to something like that. And, like it makes sense it in makes that sense moment. for them right. to have. And so I think... A lot of times we need to start to celebrate that as a society because, well, I'm a hairstylist. And right now the extension, the hair extension business is billion dollars right now. So hair is very important. Yeah. You know, so but I think that we put too much emphasis on that. And so that's why when I talk to women, I don't want to create this narrative that you need a wig for some type of quality, a good quality of life, right? Or to be beautiful. So a lot. Of, that's why when I go to the schools and all of that, and I'm dressed and I have my headpiece on and all of this stuff, and the little kids are like, "Oh my God, you're so beautiful! You're this, you're that." And I said, "What is something that's missing?" And they're like, "Nothing's missing. You're perfect. Oh my, you look like an angel." And I said, "My hair is. I don't have any hair." Aww. And they were like. Oh my God, I never noticed. Yeah. And so right. that's the whole, that's it right there. I want you to be able to see me, see my passion, see that I can still write books, I can still do all of these things and still be beautiful and my hair not and be confident shown. and be out there exactly. and, and, and be okay. Be I, I am at peace with this. I am at peace with right. this. We have to create our own um, standard of beauty. I've always been that person where one day I'll have a platinum blonde long wig on. The next day I could have a fade, real, real close, tight um, fade, short hair. And I don't care what anybody says about it, you know, because I feel like I dictate what my beauty is. I'm a trendsetter. And if you don't like it, I mean, you can have that same hairstyle every day for the next six years (laughs) and you can be that. And that's okay for you because that's what you consider beautiful. But I consider versatility beautiful. Right. You know, I don't want you to know. Express yourself and have fun. Exactly. I don't want you to know. I want. This guy at church was like, I never know how your hair is going to be. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly keep what I'm like. Keep them guessing. That's Just right. Keep them guessing. That's right. I don't want you to to be able to say, oh, I know Shauna's going to do this, this. You never know what Shauna's going to do. I, <laughs> I love it. it. All right, Miss Shauna, we are going to take a break and okay. we are going to be right back with question time. All righty. All righty. We are here back with Shauna Payne, and I have questions. So okay. we've been talking a lot about wigs. Okay. You are in the wig department at the Muni? What? Yes. What? You have to tell me about this. I was like, there's an entire department of wigs. How yes. you're calling the- yes. at the Muni? 
Yes. So about a few years ago, I always call, I always say that I have these angels on earth that are surrounding me and always pushing me to be my best self. Um, I worked at a, a salon and I didn't know that the owner's aunt was who she was. And so he allowed, I went to this class that was the wig and hair for, I'm sorry, wigs and makeup for Wicked. And I was oh, just in cool. awe, like, oh my God, these are, this is a whole different level. Yeah. You know, um, from just being behind the chair in a salon. And so when I met her, I was like, oh my God, if you ever have any openings, like if you want me to just like spray hairspray or if you want me to hold hairpins <laughs> or if you want me to get you water, like whatever I'll the case may be. I'll be your wig intern. I'll be your, whatever it is you need, I will be right there. And she was like, you know, I'll let you know. Um, you know, if anything comes about three years later, I'm like, you know, I haven't thought about it anymore. And she calls me and I'm just like, OK, thank you. And I think I screamed to the top of my lungs like, How oh, cool. my God. So I was able to go in and there's a group of us and we go in and we put the wigs on the actresses and the actors or we style the hair of maybe because they're Muni kids. Right. And they're in every show. Right. And so we're able to do that. Um, I'm. It's it's just How amazing. How cool. It's I thought so that was cool. so fun. I was like, I what? Know. I didn't know she did that. I'm totally have to ask <sighs> you. Yeah. So then we got to, I got to do The Fox. So I just did Donna Summer, um, the musical. Okay. And I mean... <sighs> I, I just can't even explain like how exciting it is because you and when I go to do mentor groups and I talk to kids, it's like, yes, you can do behind the chair cosmetology, but there's a whole world of things that you can do with this, you know, so don't just limit yourself to being in the salon right. or to doing, you know, clients. You can actually do this, too. Yes. Keep yourself yes. open to the possibilities, because I'm telling yes. you, the people don't just think this is the way it's going to go, because else you might miss yes. those like really no important vision. detours no you were supposed to right. say. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I love it. Yes. Um, OK, so we we. One of the things we didn't get to, but I I do want to address is that you're going into these schools and, you know, you're yes. talking to these kids. Do you have a most recent or favorite or a story that you can tell us about the, you know, dealing with these kids or what the kids have said? Um I have a lot of, so I, I just love doing this. I love kids anyway. And they're always like T.T. Shauna because I'm that T.T. that you can do whatever you want as long as you don't kill yourself. That's basically. a good thing. So yes. you can eat that all the be pizza, bad. You can eat all the chips. <laughs> and, you know, their parents are like, Shauna, you can. And I'm like, I'm T.T. Shauna. You have yeah. the rules at your own not house. Not the parent. I'm not the parent. <laughs> and so I think that kind of carries over when I go to the schools, too. And so they're always like, oh, my God, you look, you look so beautiful. Beautiful. You look like an angel. You look like, but I think the things that really touched me is I went to one school and one little girl, they had to write letters to the people that came to mentor. And one little girl wrote, you know, I'm happy that you do this. My father died of cancer. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, I'm about to, all my makeup is about to go down my face. And then I had one little girl come up to me and she was like, I'm like Celeste. Celeste is the character in the book. Right. And she was like, I'm like Celeste because my mom braids my hair a certain type of way because I have hair loss in certain parts. 
Ah. And I'm like, that's exactly why I do this. Because you have kids that are, you know, either in hospitals that may have have lost their hair and transitioning back into schools. Mm -hmm. Or you have kids who maybe moms have done, you know, bad chemical processes and things of that nature to their hair and cause hair loss. So I want to make sure that kids understand what that looks like. Right. And what, you know, wigs look like. No, you can't... um, eradicate all the bullying but you can definitely help by educating and I want kids to understand like you don't talk about because I'm like well wonder if somebody was talking about you like how would you feel if somebody bullied you right and it makes kids really think and I'm like well do you know someone who has hair loss and you find that kids know somebody who's had cancer or kids know somebody who is losing their hair right or they know an aunt that wears a wig and I'm like don't tell me their names because kids will tell you oh my grandma wears (laughs) a wig let me just make a list for you right Right here that's everybody in the family all all of my my aunts wear wigs and I just want want them to understand that, you know, sometimes it's not about vanity. Sometimes people wear them because they're covering maybe something that they feel insecure about. Right. But I'm also telling them that you need to also encourage how beautiful they are, you know, because their hair doesn't help them to pass a test or, you know, you're not running track faster because of your hair. Right. And they're like... Yeah, I never thought about that. You know, I'm like, you know, she has braids or this person has short hair and this person. But see how our difference is still beautiful. And they're like, you know, yeah. So I think it's just a matter of, you know, going in, talking to them, explaining exactly what it is. And they get it. You know, they they may. It's brilliant. I mean, it's and it's. It's got to be so helpful to the kids that are that are dealing with it to have somebody else come in and help the children be aware that this child has feelings, does not want you talking about this, not want you yes. bullying them over something they have no control over. And they are going through something very difficult, whatever yes. that might be, cancer, alopecia, you name it. Yes. Um, yes. Well, thank you for doing this good work. <sighs> I, I try, you know, people are always like, well, this is what you do. And I'm like, you know what? I think that there was just, that's my purpose. Well, yeah. You know. The universe was tapping on your the shoulder a long time. Ta- <laughs> and every Shut time up. I stray Wigs. away from that, it's like, um, no, I'm no, going to pull you right back, back to where you're here. supposed to be. And I'm like, well, no, I'm going to go do this. And, you know, you're not. You're going to come back right over here. So I have this wacky question for okay. you. Okay, I'm if ready. If you could put a wig on... Anyone, oh. anyone, anyone on TV, anyone you've seen on this, anyone. Who do you wish that you could just put a wig on? <laughs> would you like just to wig them up? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I would like to, even though he is perfect and people have been talking about him and the, the wigs that they use, I would love to put a wig on Tyler Perry. <laughs> Because he, well, he's worn many wigs. Yes, because Medea and the <laughs> characters hilarious. that he does. I love it. And I think it's because I've heard that he's very uh, meticulous and very serious about his wigs the and wigs. the placements All and right. how they go. And, you know, some people may think, you know, this wig wasn't right and this was a little off. But I I love that he's able to kind of switch up and do different things. And it may not always be popular, but, I mean, he's doing that. That's hilarious. You know, All right, I so Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. If you need a wig expert. I know. We can hook you up. I love, I love <laughs> what they do. And I'm just like... I think it's just a lot, too, about I just want to step inside that studio. That studio is amazing in Atlanta. So 
Um, yeah, he would How be the fun. one. He oh my gosh, one. that's a perfect answer. Because I love it. The thing about it is, I don't want to say anybody that may need or that that already wears a wig, right? Because again, it goes against what I feel as though um, wigs are an enhancement, and if you want that, that's great. But that's not a component of beauty. So tell everyone where they can find you. So I am on all social media outlets um a lot of times i visit clients if they need my help um as far as wigs because you're always a little more comfortable in your own surroundings but i am based in belleville but i do travel to st louis quite often um facebook is heavenly hair ever after instagram um snapchat twitter <laughs> i'm everywhere you're everywhere I'm everywhere but i do also want to can i talk about yeah facebook? absolutely okay so this is my hair loss journal that I came up with. And what it is, is just about, um, you put your picture in here when you had hair, what you, like your celebrity crush hair and all of that stuff. But then after that, we go into hair loss. This is me losing my hair. This is me with total hair loss. Um, writing a letter to encourage yourself. Aww. Having others to write a letter to you to encourage you. Um, what is it that you feel... Um, is your identity with hair. What is it that you can do with hair that you can't do without hair? And it's just to make people kind of sit down and think about the the value that we place on something so superficial. Yeah. Um, the value, even those with hair that want longer hair. Right. You know, or, or my hair's hair. too curly. Or, or we hair. let's straighten it, straighten exactly. it. You know, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. no. Yeah. Just the emphasis that we place on. And this is my business. It is. And I love what I do. But I also am a woman and I'm also emotional. So I want to also kind of tackle that as well as be a business. I you love know. it. Thank yes. you, Ms. Shauna Payne, oh, for all this amazingness you. that you're doing. And that thank I'm glad you. you listened to the universe. I know. <laughs> it, it, you know, you... It, it was the right way to first, go. <laughs> and then it starts to get louder. And now it's tapping you on the shoulder. Yeah. And now it's like, Look. I better pay attention. <laughs> I better pay attention. Like, well, thank you. Thank, thank you for you all that so you do. Much. I'm so glad I got to meet you. Aww. We'll be doing more things together That's probably right. somewhere That's down the line, right. I'm sure. That's right. Because I'm going to claim already. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. And for everyone out there, you have been listening to Mishmash. Have a beautiful, wonderful day. Bye.